to the wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie, as we go on a wrestling adventure into the heart of the Pro Wrestling Command Center, the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcasts. And here is our host, EAS. Welcome to Desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 169, 25,100 downloads. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. SmackDown results, AEW Rampage results, AEW Collision results, Raw results, NXT results, AEW Dynamite, WWE's Elimination Chamber reaction, Great Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia, AEW Revolution 2024 predictions, News of the Week, EAS Playbook exclusive to Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This week's show, episode 146 on the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams, Women's Top 10, EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, EAS Flashback. This Day in History. This Day in History forgot about. EAS's Stock Up or Stock Down. EAS's Fave 5 for the men and also for the women. Also, EAS Spotlight, the Top 50 Wrestlers of the 90s, 40-31 to 31 this week. Next week, 30 to 21. From the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling Historian, more on Facebook, Pod B, download all 168 episodes. Follow me on the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout outs to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron and Oxwell, Jonathan Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grayson Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad in Midland, Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux, and David in Marquette. Thank you for joining us here at the desk of EAS, the Champion of Wrestling Podcast. Ron from Knoxville always likes to hear what the temperature is here at the wrestling capital of the world. And the temperature right now is sunny and 28. It's supposed to get to 48 degrees today. We've had a weird, weird winter here at the wrestling capital of the world in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. It's been crazy. And uh, one minute it's blizzarding outside. Next minute it is sunny and warm and melting. Big shout-outs to Landon at TNT Toys and Collectibles as they helped out EAS in his uh, command center. His wife might say different, my wife, meaning EAS, has picked up uh, the fabulous Freebirds, Michael PSA's Buddy Jack Roberts and Terry Bam Bam Gordy, uh, WWE Superstars Legends Collection. I've never seen them before. Also, another one that came from uh, north of the border in Canada. I don't know where in Canada, but uh, Landon found it, and it's uh, – the four horsemen, they have the four fingers up on Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson with the four horsemen uh, jackets on and the World Wrestling Federation World Tag Team Championship belts. They were the Brain Busters, but they have the four horsemen logo on the back and on the front. So WWF better check with uh, Arn Anderson because he has the rights to the four horsemen name now. And he probably gets residual checks for that. But uh, it was great to see TNT Toys and Collectibles. I saw a rare Tyler Bate that I bought. Never seen Tyler Bate from my action figure collection. Um, also bought a Nikolai Volkov to go with my Iron Sheik and classy Freddie Blassie that I've already had. And uh, we also went to Walmart in Gaylord and found an exclusive to Walmart. The purple jacket, purple gloves on the champion, Chris Jericho. So it was a good time. Had a good time. Saw... Grayson Garrett in uh, Midland, my daughter and her husband. So had a wonderful time. We are going to talk about SmackDown. And uh, SmackDown, we're at Salt Lake City, Utah. This is before uh, the Elimination Chamber. 
SmackDown kicks off with clips of LA Knight, Drew McIntyre, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton walking down to the arena early during the day. Liv Morgan took on Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Bianca Belair is at ringside for the match. The bell rings when we're underway. Liv with the right hand on Stratton rolls to the outside of the ring. She begins to walk to the back, and Morgan runs to the outside and gets Stratton. Uh, with barricade and ring steps, Liv throws Tiffany back into the ring. She goes for the cover, but Tiffany kicks out. Liv runs towards Tiffany, but she moves out of the way, and Liv hits the second turnbuckle face first. Tiffany goes for the cover, but Liv kicks out. Stratton goes for a slam, but Morgan lands on her feet and hits her with the backstabber. She goes for the cover, but Tiffany kicks out. Liv runs towards Tiffany, but Tiffany hits her with a boot, boot to the face. Tiffany goes for the cover, but Liv kicks out. And it was a great back-and-forth matchup, as you can tell. And uh, enjoyed it very much. But Tiffany Stratton, who's been red hot. And you want to talk about a red heart superstar, white hot, as the American Dream Duster Rhodes would say. This gal had, and we'll talk about it when Elimination Chamber in Perth comes up. But this young lady, former NXT World Champion, three years in the uh, WWE umbrella, uh, is awesome. And this young lady reminds me of a young Charlotte Flair and will become a World's Heavyweight Champion and an undisputed champion before her career is over, as well as a World Heavy Champion. She is that damn good. Video with Shante, the Adonis in his home. Comes to Cedric Alexander, who's trying out different shirts. Trying to put Shante, the Adonis, and Cedric Alexander as a tag team. I like to see that tag team actually pretty good. Braun Breaker, the latest signee for SmackDown, one half of the NXT World Tag Team Champions and the Wolf Dogs with Baron Corbin, took on Dante Chin, who's on the main roster, who was struggling and now is struggling on the main roster. Kind of is a jobber. Um, but Braun Breaker wins this easily in this matchup. Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough take on Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, the new catch Republic, as they're called. And excellent matchup. I like JD McDonough and I like. Dominic Mysterio, like Dunn and Bate. Dunn and Bate win this matchup. Excellent matchup. These guys pull out all the stops. It was, as Jim Ross would say, a slobber knocker. Dakota Kai is backstage in pain with Nick Ellis and a W official. Strike the Street Province of Bobby Lashley and Beef Head versus Outsider Authors Pain with the final testament. Excellent matchup. These two kicked each other's ass all over the arena and the Authors of Pain with the Super Collider. Go on to win this matchup. Drew McIntyre takes on L.A. Knight. For the bell rings, Logan Paul's music hits, and he joins the announce team. Bell rings, and we're underway. Uh, the fans chant, Logan sucks, and he stands on top of the barricade with his United States Championship. Drew went with right hands. Throws L.A. Knight uh, to the ropes, but L.A. Knight with a swing necking break, neck breaker. He stomps on Drew in the corner, grabs Drew, but Drew hits him with a Glasgow kiss, and L.A. Knight rolls to the ring apron. Drew grabs L.A. Knight, but L.A. Knight back body drops Drew to the outside. L.A. Knight with a clothesline off the ring apron onto the Drew. Onto Drew. On the outside, L.A. Knight with a right hand, but Drew with an overhead belly-to-belly -belly suplex is scintillating. Kevin Owens walks through the crowd with a steel chair. He places a chair next to Corey Graves and joins the announced team. Back from commercial break, Drew with a chop to the chest. He lifts L.A. Knight up and throws him across the ring. He turns towards L.A. Knight, but L.A. Knight with a boot to the face. Knight with the right hands and atomic drop. Knight runs to the ropes and hits Drew with a clothesline and a DDT. Goes for the cover, but McIntyre kicks out. Knight goes for the blood force trauma, the BFT, but Drew pushes him away and hits him with a headbutt. Drew climbs the second rope, but Knight runs and climbs the second rope, and he hits Drew with the super, superplex. Goes to the cover, but Drew kicks out, and it was very, very close on the cover. Knight goes for a goes for a suplex, but Drew reverses it into a future shock DDT. And he goes through the claymore, but Knight kick moves out of the way and outside grabs Drew. The outside slams him repeatedly onto the announce table. 
Knight gets in Paul's face, and Logan tells him he isn't even in the match. Uh, McIntyre pushes Knight into Kevin Owens, and he throws out a Knight into the ring. Kevin Owens attacks uh, Drew, falls into Logan, and the referee calls for Bell. McIntyre wins by disqualification. All four men get into the ring, and they fight, beat the crap out of each other before Drew. Uh, L.A. Knight hits Drew with the BFT. Bobby Lash runs the ring and hits L.A. Knight with a spear. Logan kicks Lashley's elbow, and Owens hits Logan with a stunner, and Lashley hits Owens with a spear. Drew gets into the ring and hits Lashley with a claymore. Drew's music hits. Drew McIntyre looked awesome. All of them looked good going into the Elimination Chamber weekend. And uh, that's should be more than that on uh, the unless I went right to Drew McIntyre, LA Knight, Authors of Pain. Nope, that was the main event. There was more to the SmackDown show this week. But big shout out to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace. Shout out to Detroit Haynes West, Virginia, Ron in Knoxville, and Kelly in Canton, Michigan, my sister. AEW Rampage results coming at you right now. New signing is announced. More. Uh, we'll go backstage. Here we go. Um, trios, three way top flight. Darius Martin, Dante Martin. Oh, uh, Soraya's brother, Zach Zodiac, is in AEW. Trios matchup, Darius Martin, Dante Martin, uh, Action and Training defeated Matt Seidel, Private Party, and Penta El Zero Commander, and Brian Keith. It's a good matchup, uh, your typical triple uh, threat match, or trios match, pardon me. The EVPs, Matthew Nicholas Jackson defeated Johnny Lyons and Cappuccino Jones. Are you kidding me? Ryan May defeated Anna Jay. Um, Ryan May looks awesome. Roderick Strong defeat Jake Hager. I was surprised at that, that we saw that Sammy Guevara came out and talked. Uh, Sky Blue and Julia Hart lay out a challenge. Chris Dantler and Willow Nightingale and Stokely Hathaway for uh, the next show that they do, which is AEW Collision. But uh, AEW Rampage, I don't know why we did Stokely Hathaway that went into AEW. Pardon me. Um, that was AEW. Yeah, that's right. AEW Sorry, guys. Um, got a lot of stuff going on in my mind. We just got through Dynamite, and we're going to go into Collision now. AEW Collision heading your way here in a little bit. Coming your way, EAS's Spotlight on Barry Windham, Top 50 Wrestlers of the 90s, 40 to 31, and EAS Playbook. Exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern. Daylight Time will tell you what next, next week's show, episode 147. Right the Great Southern Bank Arena, Springfield, Missouri, for AEW Collision. In uh, the Don Chaos family's Powerhouse Hobbs versus Sammy Guevara. This matchup was considered a match of the week. Hard hitting. Are you kidding me? All members of the Don Chaos family have been barred from ringside, said Kevin Kelly. Sammy came out of the gate strong, hitting Hobbs with a cutter, and then a lariat over the top rope. I'm a collider now, Sammy said, looking into the TV camera. Sammy used the steel ring uh, steps as a launching pad. However, Hobbs caught Sammy and planted Sammy with the world's strongest slam under the ring steps. Hobbs smashed Sammy under the ring apron over and over again. Manually handling Guevara with ease. Hobbs ordered Kevin Kelly to stand up and give his belt. Hobbs whipped Sammy with the leather belt. Sammy moved out of the way and connected with two thrust kicks to Hobbs. Sammy waffled Hobbs with a steel chair, and Sammy nailed Hobbs with a cutter and steps and then whipped Hobbs with a belt, and he he whipped them bad. You can see the uh, marks on his back. Guevara pulled the table from beneath the ring, set it up in the arena floor. Sammy pulled the second table out and set it up beside the first table. Sammy climbed to the top turnbuckle and leapt at Hobbs, but Hobbs countered by smashing Sammy through the tables of the spine buster off the apron. 
And back in the ring, Sammy dodged a splash from Hobbs. Sammy hoisted up Hobbs on his shoulders and rocked Hobbs with a GTH. For a near fall, Sammy grabbed a monitor from ringside and smashed into Hobbs' head. Sammy pulled out another table and placed it in the ring, but Hobbs was waiting for him with the lariat. Sammy fired back with a thrust kick, and Sammy went for a cutter, but got caught by Hobbs counter with a world strong slam. He got the three count through a table. Live Bull Combat Clubs, Claudio Castanoli and John Mox will be backstage with some strong words for FTR. Mox said, you pissed us off. You want to challenge us at Revolution? You want to pay homage to the art of tag team wrestling? We accept the four of us. We'll show the world that all that history is just that. We're the elite of the elite, and this game evolves. Claudio says, FTR, if you want to live in the past, that's fine. But if you want to step into the future, that path is through us. All you need to have to do is just get, just be better than John Moxley and Claudio Castanoli. Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood and FTR take on Shane Taylor Promotions or, and Lee Moriarty. And I'll tell you this, Shane Taylor, if you've not seen this guy, this guy's a former ROH World Television Champion. He is awesome. Just got done watching All Out in Chicago, Illinois, 2023. Um, finally, AEW is putting – finally, AEW is putting um, their uh, pay-per-views on DVD again. Got it on Blu-ray. I'll tell you this, Shane Taylor wrestled at the time, ROH World Television Champion, Samoa Joe. You want to talk about an awesome match. That was a week after the big show of All In, which I'm currently watching. So I got them separately, came out separately. And uh, All In London is awesome. I'm watching that. almost done with it. And All Out was awesome. But Shane Taylor is awesome. This guy's money, big guy. And Cash Wheeler, Dax Harder would win this matchup, but it was not easy. Thunder Rosa versus Lady Bird Monroe. Thunder Rosa keeps beating these jobbers, and she's number two for the Women's World Championship in AEW, and uh, she keeps moving up the ladder, but she's got to fight some uh, big opponents, kind of like Chris Statlander, in my opinion, or Ruby Soho. Renee is backstage with Chris Statlander, Will Nightingale. Stokely, I don't appreciate the hostility shown from Sky Blue and Julia Hart. Statlander says, Sky, you're looking for a fight, and you and I – are one-on-one, -on -one, so how about next week I beat your ass? Trios match the Bang Bang Scissors Gang of Jay White, Daddy Ass, and Colton Gunn defeat the Iron Savages in easy fashion. Lexi Nair's interview backstage. Brian Danielson ahead of his match against June Akiyama. Danielson said that Eddie Kingston was going to be a commentary and that Akiyama was Kingston's hero. Danielson said he was going to beat Kingston's hero. Danielson said he was respected the legendary Akiyama. Danielson, do you know who I... Do not respect Eddie Kingston. He said, if he wins our match at Revolution, I'll have to shake his hand. Do not respect Kingston. He is not a professional. He has wasted his potential until last year. Not only do I do not respect him, he wasn't was wasted potential. Pisses me off. And that's why I'm going to beat him at Revolution with a Continental Crown. Bounty Hunter Brian Keith versus House Blacks, Malachi Black. Interesting matchup. Excellent matchup. Uh, Bounty Hunter Brian Keith came really close to winning this match with the Black Mask by Malachi Black. Lights out. Gets the win. Professor Serena Deeb defeats Lady Frost. I like Lady Frost, and I like the Professor Serena Deeb. Both put on a really good showing, but the Professor Serena Deeb keeps moving up the ladder. Main event time, the American Dragon, Brian Nelson versus Japanese wrestling legend Jun Akiyama. Excellent matchup. Uh, High-flying Jun Akiyama, former uh, Triple Crown champion in uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, and uh, he looked awesome. And uh, American Dragon Brian Danielson goes on to win this, making him tap out to the bell lock. Uh, at the end of the matchup, we saw Eddie Kingston come in to shake Juna Kiyama's hand. But uh, Brian Danielson was going to shake it, but he did a low blow. And they finally touched the Triple Crown or the Continental Crown champion. 
Eddie Kingston, which makes up of the IWGP Strong Openweight Championship, ROH World Heavyweight Championship, and the AEW Continental Crown uh, Championship. They'll meet at Revolution. We'll have Revolution predictions a little bit later down the line. Raw results are coming at you after we give kudos Rob and Stacey and Wallace. Shoutouts Ron and Knoxville, Lee in Ohio. Mom and Dad on Drummond Island and Olivia in the Sioux, who is one of my daughters. Monday night Raw results. Raw results were excellent this week, and we're going to pull them up. Uh, fallout from the Elimination Chamber. Before we do that, let's do the – well, we'll do that, and then we'll give you the Elimination Chamber. San Jose, California, SAP. Center with Cole and McAfee on the call. Uh, Lincoln Financial site of WrestleMania 40, which takes place in 40 days. Uh, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, the Judgment Day is standing in the ring, and the crowd is loudly booing him. I've never seen a white-hot heel like Dirty Dominic Mysterio in a long time. They absolutely hate him wherever he goes. You should have heard him boo him in Perth. If you did watch the premium live event on uh, Peacock, it was awesome. Dirty Dom uh, in the ring, the crowd is loudly booing him. Mysterio starts. The speaking the booze got louder. Mysterio wants them to welcome the greatest world champion of all time, Rhea Ripley. The crowd did its best to drown him out. And then women's world champion Rhea Ripley, finalist for the 2024 South Australian Woman of the Year, makes her way to the ring to great ovation. Ripley will next defend her championship against the winner of the Elimination Chamber, the man, Becky Lynch, and should be good at WrestleMania 40. Ripley says, welcome to Monday Night Mommy. A lot of mommy champ picks up this weekend. She walked into her home country as a women's world champion, out as women's world champion, Nia Jax. Would have been the biggest threat to her title reign. Doesn't matter how big you are, just because she's from down under doesn't take away from the fact that mommy is always on top. She is Rhea Bloody Ripley. Rhea Ripley looked good against Nia Jax. It was not a great main event for the Elimination Chamber. The rest of the pay-per-view or premium live event was awesome. Man, Becky Lynch heads to the ring. Lynch gets to the ring and stands across the ring from a WrestleMania 40 opponent. The Becky Champ picks up. Lynch says the man has come around to San Jose and the man has come around to West WrestleMania to fight you. Lynch points at Ripley. Lynch says she is out here to congratulate Ripley. Ripley had a great night on Saturday. Actually, they both did. Lynch won the Elimination Chamber. Ripley successfully defended the title against Nia Jackson, her home country. In a field stadium in the main event, Ripley's friends and family were in the front row to see her victory. They were excited as hell. People at work that I talked to, they were like, oh, they weren't too excited until I watched it. I'll tell you this, they were pretty excited. It was even better because now they won't have to fly over to WrestleMania to watch Ripley lose. Crowd boos. Mysterio says, nobody talks to mommy like that. The crowd lolly boos. Mysterio Lynch says, shut your mouth, you dirty kumquat. If mommy won't put him in his place, the man will. Ripley has been the face of this company over the last year, but she spent the majority of the time being fed grapes by that loser Mysterio. Lynch has been the heart and soul of the company, became a Grand Slam champion, and has a best-selling book, The Man Can Do It All, including beat Riddy, Rhea, Bloody Ripley. Cannot wait to get the man Becky Lynch's book that comes out in March. This month, actually. Ripley asks if she's done. Lynch nods. Ripley warns her not to respect her Latino heat ever again. Ripley congratulates Lynch on winning the Elimination Chamber. It's about time she stopped disappointing Ripley to get a little closer to her. Man always thinks they're the backbone of everything. The funny thing is, behind every great man is a great woman. Ripley isn't behind Lynch because Mommy is always on top, and Ripley and Mysterio walk up. All of a sudden, Nia Jax attacks Lynch from behind. Jax slams Lynch down a few times and drops a leg. And uh, Anna Pierce says, if you don't stop, you're going to get fined. Uh, that was great. Later tonight, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes will battle Grayson Waller. We'll also see the New Day face Imperium in a street fight. Sami Zayn makes his way to the ring. They face Shinsuke Nakamura. Jack and Redman asked why Nia Jax attacked Becky Lynch. Jax is fierce. Jax says Lynch should not be getting... 
going to WrestleMania, Jax beat her clean. With WrestleMania still weeks away, she has a match against Liv Morgan. Jax says, whatever happened to Lynch is coming 10 times to Morgan. Jax storms off. Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura, excellent match. of Blue Thunder Bombs by Sami Zayn. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with uh, his Kinshasa. But Sami Zayn survives this matchup. And finally, he gets a W. My opinion, I'd like to see Sami Zayn take on Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at the show of shows at WrestleMania. But Sami Zayn went on to win this matchup. Chelsea Green has a microphone. She wants to be known that that night after issuing a formal complaint to WWE management, she would be competing in a protest last week. She would have won the last chance battle royal and would have gone to become the most illustrious winner in the Elimination Chamber. She takes on Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez goes on to destroy Chelsea Green. And I like Chelsea Green, but Raquel Rodriguez is too much. Intercontinental Champion Gunther dresses the crowd. Gunther is in his 626th day as champion, makes his way to the ring alongside his Imperial stablemates. Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. Gunther says Jey Uso almost had him beat, but he actually felt the title slipping away from him. Gunther says he got lucky. Nobody is perfect, but he is very close. Before Kaiser and Vinci outclass the New Day in the street fight, he wants to address his future and the need to understand that he's been working hard for 600-plus days, putting his heart and soul and body into making this title the most prestigious in this, com- in this company. Gunther has beaten everybody along the way to achieve this. That leaves him with one question. Who will be his opponent at WrestleMania? Gunther has seen other ridiculous names like Sami Zayn, Chad Gable, The Miz, and even R-Truth. Gunther says that's ridiculous. The undisputed tag team champions Finn Balor and Damian Priest make their way to the ring alongside Jamie McDonough and Dirty Dominic. The starter of the Judgment Day gets to the ring and starters at Imperium. Priest says they don't sweat big bad Gunther. Could Damian Priest cash in on Gunther? I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to cash in in the World's Heavyweight title matchup in which Drew McIntyre will win against Seth Rollins, and he'll beat Drew McIntyre to become the world champion. It's just DAS's opinion. Priest hopes they were watching this weekend. They ran the table at the Elimination Chamber. They plan on doing the same at WrestleMania, except they plan on adding more gold. Priest asks Gunther if he understands him. That includes the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther says, says since Priest isn't cashing the briefcase in on him right now, who is he going to be? Finn Balor, the one with the big head? McDonough Mysterio steps up and the crowd viciously boos him. Gunther laughs. Mysterio holds the microphone up and sneers at the crowd. Mysterio says when Dirty Dom and the Judgment Day say they're going to do something, they mean it. That means the Intercontinental Championship belongs to them. Gunther shows Mysterio, which infuriates Priest. Could you see Mysterio? That would be awesome. Mysterio eventually will win the IC title, but I don't know if he'll beat Gunther. Tag Team Street Fight, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci with New Day. This matchup was good. They need to break the New Day up, but it was a vicious, vicious matchup. Both teams with tables, ladders, chairs, oh my, and Imperium wins this matchup. Raw General Manager Dan Pierce is in his office phone with a big Bronson Reed. Congratulates him on the birth of his child. Chad Gable walks in. Gable says he knows everyone will be coming to Pierce to get a shot at Gunther. Gable had him very close to defeat, but Gunther came out on top. Gunther made his daughter cry and called Gable a terrible father. This is more than just a championship. It's a war. He said he'll take it under advisement. Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark, future world tag team champions, go on to defeat Indy Harwell and Candice LeRae. I like Candice LeRae and Indy Harwell, but I like Baszler and uh, her partner in Zoe Stark. Drew McIntyre addresses the Elimination Chamber victory. Winner of the 2024 Men's Elimination Chamber makes his way to the ring. Michael po- Cole points out that McIntyre has been winning matches in a hypocritical manner. Last week, he defeated Cody Rhodes at interference from the bloodline, sworn enemies of McIntyre this past Sunday. Saturday, he pinned Randy Orton after Logan Paul hit him with brass knuckles. McIntyre smiles and says, 
we did it. McIntyre wants to take a moment to say thank you. McIntyre thanks the people for praying harder than they ever have because of them. This happened. Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the World's Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. McIntyre feels like hell. He's jet laid. He was the first man in the Elimination Chamber to receive a burst, busted eardrum. Doctor told him that he was hurt and might not make it to WrestleMania. McIntyre asked the doctor if he thought he was talking to CM Punk. Nothing will stop him from making WrestleMania. McIntyre sits across legged in the ring, and I loved it. I'll uh, see him punk, and McIntyre knows it hurt punk not to be in the elimination chamber to miss WrestleMania. must kill him to see McIntyre get the title match at WrestleMania. McIntyre knows punk is straight edge, so drink enough for the two of them in celebration. McIntyre then calls out Rollins. Rollins comes out, shoots on McIntyre, and they're going to wrestle at WrestleMania 40. And uh, Nia Jax and Liv Morgan. Nia Jax beat Liv Morgan. By disqualification, Kathy Kelly asked Grace Muller, who is also with us, theory about facing Rhodes. Rhodes disrespected him and his boy at Elimination Chamber in his home. Now, Waller was disrespect Rhodes. The main of the Ole Anderson wanted to talk more about him in News of the Week. They honored him in remembrance. And we're going to get to the main event Grace Muller and Austin Theory versus the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. This is a really good matchup with the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes goes on to win the main event here on Monday Night Raw. Big shout-outs to Robin Stacy and Wallace, Lee in Ohio, Ron in Knoxville, Grayson Garrett in, in Midland, and David in Marquette, my father-in-law. Uh, NXT Sean Spears is back in NXT and looks awesome, and he's signed. He's one of Cody Rhodes' boys, and he is signed with NXT. Keanu James defeated Kalani Jordan. It was a good matchup. Kalani Jordan, they keep saying she's the future, but Keanu James wins this. Big shout-out to Newton Hyde. Welcome to the Desk of EAS Chamber Wrestling Podcast, episode 169. You're one of 25,100 uh, downloads. I appreciate you listening. The OC Luke Gales and Carl Anderson defeated Andres Inofe and Malachi Blade. Future NXT World Team Champions, why not? For the good brothers, Roxanne Perez defeated Jakara Jackson. Dijak defeated Lucas uh, Crucifino. And Von Wagner defeated Lexus King. Jada Parker pinned Gigi Dolan in a good match. And Charlie Dempsey defeated Noam Dard and his third reign as Heritage Cup champion. Big congratulations, Charlie Dempsey. Willem Regal's son, the second generation star on NXT television. It was awesome. AEW Dynamite coming at you in a mere moments. Then we're going to look at the Elimination Chamber reaction, AEW Revolution, and also News of the Week. And then we're going into Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams. But like I said, it's 35 degrees and sunny here in beautiful Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, the wrestling capital of the world. And we appreciate you listening on this week's show, AEW Dynamite. Uh, we're at the Von Prawn Civic Center in Huntington, Huntsville, Alabama. Open the show, Hangman Adam Page. An important announcement ahead of the Sunday's Revolution pay-per-view. And uh, he comes in, Hangman Adam Page came to the ring. He's in crutch. Adam Page looks doesn't look, look looks doesn't look like a promising start to his speech. Does it? When all the wrestling started, it was a new endeavor for, for my friends. For me, it was something different. It was a goal. It was an opportunity to rise to people's expectation, make the most of the world that was laid in front of me. And I'd like to think I did that, and I'd like to think of winning the World Championship in 2021 as the biggest accomplishment of my career, defeated Kenny Omega for that belt. That's why it hurts so much to have the opportunity in front of me again and have this crutch. 
When AEW decided a revolution, the World Championship would be decided in a three match. I said it was BS, and I meant it. I suggest the World Championship should be decided in a singles match, but it looks like I had the wrong two competitors. So I'm not going to apologize to Swerve to Samoa Joe, but I'll tell you because I need to tell you the truth because I'm always honest with you, that this Sunday at Revolution will not be able to compete. Swerve Strickland's music comes out. Swerve says, it's the last six months, man. Been to war. They tried to kill you, tried to kill me. I didn't expect this to happen. I targeted you because of everything you accomplished in AEW. And I did, and I too say I didn't have the utmost respect for you because of that would be a flat out lie. But you suffered this unfortunate fate. And the thing about fate, you can't escape it. You can't stop destiny. And my destiny waits for me this Sunday as I become the AEW world champion. Samoa Joe walks out to the ring. Joe says, Destiny, you boys are out here talking about destiny. What do we have here, two of the most bitter enemies? ever trying to hug it out. A lot of lies being told out here, so allow me to correct them and tell this audience a few truths. Week after week, I watched you boys stare daggers into each other, thinking that the destiny of this world championship was tearing the other man's throat. That's only because you were avoiding making contact with me and realizing who the real man around here is. Secondly, though I don't quite understand the little dynamic here and whether you're in or not, Hangman, or should I call you Hopalong? I keep hearing about how you both Young, hungry championship contenders, but that's ridiculous. You both are battle-tested warriors in the ring, and there's nothing new about you. No, you're hungry, accomplished wrestlers, but the only reason you're hungry is because I'm starving your ass. Let me explain to you who I am and what you really need to be worried about. I'm Smojo. I'm the AEW world champion. Whether it's one of you, both of you, come revolution, I'm going to whoop both your asses. Swerve says, now you wait a second, Joe, because I'm going to explain to you who the hell I am. I'm someone who has gone from being unemployed to headlining pay-per-views or from someone that went from being cruiserweight to going after the world championship. I'll do whatever it takes to become world champion. I'm not only a career maker, but I'm also a career changer. I'd rather take the championship away from you. You're not going to know what to do with yourself. You might want to go back to commentary wearing a poncho again, attacking him for WrestleMania. Uh, was that the 20, 2021 WrestleMania? And I'm on the verge of making history in this Sunday revolution become the AEW world champion. I think when Paige cracks Swerve across back with his crutch, he was gold bricking, as uh, the late Bobby the Brain Heenan would say, he's going to be in the matchup. Footage Jared from earlier in the day, UVPs, the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson arriving to the arena. Renee was backstage with them about their meeting with Nature Boy Ric Flair. Nicholas Jackson said the meeting went great. That's all I'll say about it. Matthew Jackson says, Renee, have you seen Sting all day? Because as... This is his final Dynamite appearance. We're just dying to see him. Thank you for all the contributions to this company. And more importantly, we just want to conduct this exit interview. Bucks laugh as they held white baseball bats. Nicholas Jackson says, Sting, where are you? That cameraman going to want to follow us to see what we do to Sting. Trios matchup, Continental Crown, Champion Eddie Kingston and FTR take on the Blackpool Combat Colts, Brian Danielson, Claudia Castanelli, and John Moxley. Hard-hitting matchup. The BCC go on to win this matchup. Tony Schiavone with a ref stoppage. Tony Schiavone was in the ring to welcome Will Ospreay to AEW. Ospreay says, guys, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just want to thank you for the reception. My obligations are done with New Japan. I'm here to say I'm here for full-time work. Molly, but some of you are forgetting this isn't my first rodeo. Here on my first pay-per-view match, I beat Orange Cast in the center of the ring. Then I went over to Canada and beat Kenny Omega in front of 13,000 of his own people. If that weren't good enough, I pinned him. First ever AEW World Champion, Chris Jericho at Wembley Stadium. Been <clears throat> rolling with the Callis family. Everything has been going smoothly, and I'm ready to pick up where I left off. Don Callis came out with Powerhouse Hobbs and Takeshita. Hobbs and 
uh, Osprey, Takeda Aguilera to Osprey. Cal says there's nothing like uh, like more than a Don Cal reunion. When I think about the talent, that I think about Fletcher, Hobbs, Takeda, Osprey, and it's an embarrassment of riches. I love when you talk about all those things. We've accomplished together. We taught that by having the match of the decade with the two best rope-to-rope wrestlers in the world, Takeda and Osprey. People ask me how I can pit two family members against each other. It's like when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen would go hard against each other in practice when they come together and win championships. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter which of you wins at Revolution. The real winners of this match will be the Don Callis family. Now, shake hands, guys. It's going to be history-making. Osprey extends his hand and smile, and Takeshita pulls Osprey in. Then Takeshita tried to walk away, but Osprey pulled him. They smirked at each other and had a good match on Sunday. Renee's backstage with Eddie Kingston. Young Bucks interrupt and ask if Kingston Renee asks, He's seen Sting. Matthew apologized and didn't realize they were alive. Nicholas pointed the baseball bat at Kingston and said he had bone to pick with Kingston. Nicholas said that Kingston was talking crap on collision, and next time it's a fine. International Cham- Open Championship. I'll tell you this. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy is awesome. He could wrestle a broomstick, and he wrestled a broomstick, an 18-year-old prodigy in Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne looked awesome. No offense, Nick. You do look like a broomstick, but excellent matchup between you and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy retained. The International Championship in Orange Cassidy is becoming one of EAS's favorite wrestlers and right now is 2024's Wrestler of the Year. Right now, unless I'm making change my mind. Renee's backstage with the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. They agreed they were calling, gelling as a team, and on collision on Saturday, it'll be Austin Gunn teaming with the Acclaim. Chris Dantlander and Willow Nightingale with Willow Nightingale took on Sky Blue. This is a good matchup. Sky Blue looked great, and Sky Blue wins the cold blue and gets the three count. VPs Matthew and Nicholas Jackson continue to search for Sting. Lionheart Chris Jericho takes on CMLL's Atlantis Jr., accompanied by his father Atlantis. Excellent matchup, but Jericho wins as Atlantis throws in the towel after being putting in his son into a walls at Jericho. Young Bucks come to the ring with their baseball bats and Nature Boy Rick Flair thinking that he's going to turn on Sting. He doesn't. It's a low blow. Sting comes from the rafters as the, his music hits. And Finishing off, and I call it. It was awesome, awesome, awesome. Before we go into elimination chamber uh, results, and uh, Perth, Australia, at the Optus Stadium. Big shout outs to Robin, Stacey Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, Jonathan Troynians in West Virginia, in Landon and Midland, and TNT Toys and Collectibles. Heading your way, way we have Wrestler of the Week and this day in history. Uh, the elimination chamber, the women's matchup was. Started Bianca Belair, Raquel Rodriguez, Tiffany Stratton, Liv Morgan, Yomi, and the man by clinch. The MVP of this matchup was Tiffany Stratton. She was awesome. She did moonsaws off top of the uh, the chains, off top of pods, and she just looked awesome. It came down to Becky Lynch, uh, Liv Morgan, and uh, but Becky Lynch went on to win this matchup. It was awesome. Liv Morgan looked good. Liv Morgan. Got booed after she beat Tiffany Stratton, but it was an excellent matchup. Enjoyed the women's, but Tiffany Stratton was the MVP in this women's elimination chamber matchup, and she will face Rhea Ripley for the world title at WrestleMania 40. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, undisputed tag team champion, New Catch Republic. This is a great match. Could be match of the year. Uh, or match of the week, but the Judgment Day uh, defended the World Tag Team Championships against the New Catch Republic of Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Excellent matchup. You couldn't ask for a better tag team matchup. And the Judgment Day go on to retain 
the World Tag Team Championships. They also had a special uh, Grayson Waller effect, and Cody Rhodes says he wants um, he wants The Rock in St. Mania. There's rumors that that'll be the first match at night one, and then night two will be Rock and Roman Reigns. In my opinion, Roman Reigns or uh, American Nightmare Cody Rhodes has to win this. The Elimination Chamber match him. Kevin Owens, Almighty Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and LA Knight. Last two are Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre goes on to win the men's elimination chamber matchup. The main event was excellent. Uh, was an excellent. It was good. Rhea Ripley looked awesome. She showed a lot of uh, moxie, did really well, and uh, defeated Nia Jax in front of her 12 family and the rest of the nation of uh in Australia, in Perth, Australia, was awesome, and uh, she goes on to retain. AEW Revolution, we have uh, the coming at you, the predictions on that. I'm going to pull up what I have and match up, but there was a match that was changed on here, and uh, maybe I don't have it, but I think I do. Anyways, here we go. Um I do have it here. Hang on. Here we go. In the Revolution, we're going to start with, it's going to be an all-star scramble match. Chris Jericho versus Warlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Hook, Brian Cage, and then two more opponents. Uh, winner will get a shot at the World's Heavyweight Championship. In my opinion, looking at it, I'd love to see Hook win this, but it's probably going to go to Warlow. Um, then we're going to see FTR versus John Moxley and Claudio Castronoli in an awesome taking match. Went to a draw. FTR is going to win this. Roderick Strong and Orange Cassidy for the International Championship. Roderick Strong will win the International Championship. Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston for the AEW Continental Crown. I want Eddie Kingston to win, but I think Brian Danielson is going to win his first title in AEW winning the Continental Crown. Will Ospreay will beat Takeshita. Takeshita, if you get a chance to watch either All Out or All In, All In or All Out, um, he's awesome. This guy should be a world champion. But Osprey is going to win this. Daniel Garcia is going to win the TNT Championship against Christian Cage. Tony Storm versus Deanna Prazo for the World Women's Championship. I like Tony Storm to lose this matchup, but I'd like to see her win. But I think Prazo is going to win. Uh, Darby Allen and Singer retain the World Tag Team Championships against uh, the Young Bucks. And then vacate them. And then Swerve Strickland, Samoa Joe, and Hangman Page for the World Heavyweight Championship. I like Swerve Strickland to win this matchup. And it's simple. I just do. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I like what I see in uh, sort of Strickland. They've been pushing him a lot, and he has been awesome. And sort of Strickland will become the world's heavyweight championship. Uh, news of the week: some sad news. Only Anderson passes away. Ric Flair's comments: We're sad to report the WCW Hall of Famer. And four horsemen member only Anderson has passed away at the age of 81. This is from Wrestling Feed. He also ran and owned Georgia Championship Wrestling, was in the National Wrestling Alliance for a long, long time. Always impact on fresh wrestling is undeniable. He was key figure in the formation of legendary fours and faction alongside Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanch, and JJ Dillon. Over a career spanning more than two decades, only claimed NWA titles and various promotions established himself as formal presence in the sport. His brother Gene and him won World Tag Team Championship after World Tag Team Championship, won the National Heavyweight title with Arn Anderson as well. Georgia Heavyweight Championship. He was a Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion, Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Champion. 
In addition to his accomplishments as a wrestler, Ole also left a mark behind him in the scenes. He served as a booker for prestigious promotions like Georgia Championship Wrestling and Jim Crocker Promotions. The influence extended beyond the ring as demonstrated by his inspirational book, Inside Out, How Corporate America Destroyed Professional Wrestling, published in 2003. Rick Morton of the Rock and Roll Express broke the news of Ole Anderson's death. Um, and he said, rest in peace, Ole Anderson. Longtime partner, Arn Anderson. Very beautiful, heartfelt thing that I read. Each one of us starts dying the moment we we're born. Some of us live uh, long, fruitful lives. Some die too soon. All I have been able to figure out is my 65 years is to treat people how you want to be treated. And if we teach you anything, be grateful for that. Ole Anderson was brutally honest when it came to how he felt about life. Wrestling, he gave me the rub of a lifetime taking Gene's spot in the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. The four horsemen followed, and we know how that went. He was a mentor to me without meaning to be, so he will teach my son some oleisms as well. And he also went on to say to his family and people that loved him, read with you to those who thought Ole was too ornery to die. 81 is a full life. Arn Anderson, rip to the rock. Also, Michael Jones, you guys know him better as Ted DiBiase's bodyguard in WWF. Virgil, Michael Jones, may you rest in peace as well. Sad news of the week this week. And uh, so we uh, give our condolences here at the Desk of the AS Champion Wrestling Podcast to both uh, Virgil's family and to The Rock, Ole Anderson's family. Here at the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcasts. Sponsor TNT Toys and Collectibles. Landon Teal is the man that took up EAS with a lot of his stuff in his sports room that you have seen on my Facebook page on Thursday for my show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 989-329-1770. Text or call Landon Teal. He'll hook you up. I'm going to buy action figures, comics, cartoons, and pop culture items. He'll buy individual items or bulk collections. He's located in the Midland Mall near the Target. He is also follow him on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. He's looking for vintage, modern, and used, and new stuff. Just mention the Desk of EAS Chamber Wrestling Podcast too. And Landon Teal at 989-329-1770. And Landon, my boy, will hook you up. Landon Deal, 989-329-1770. TNT, toys and collectibles inside the Midland Mall near Target. Landon Deal is the, Landon Deal is the man to get a hold of. 989-329-1770. Text or call him. He'll hook you up. Welcome back to the Desk of EAS. Chairman Wrestling Podcast, episode 169, 25,100 downloads. And Landon will hook you up at TNT, toys and collectibles in beautiful downtown Midland. I agree with the uh, commercial. And uh, Landon Teal always hooks up EAS with all his wrestling needs. And he will hook you up with your needs as well. EAS Playbook exclusive to Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Next week's show, we're looking at episode 147. My brother Dave and I, who's in Tucson, myself, were at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan for episode 147 Next week, World Wrestling Entertainment's WrestleMania 23. They build it as all grown up. Book of the Week, Rowdy by Tennille uh, Piper. Wrestler of the Week, Tiffany Stratton. DVD of the Week, AEW All Out 2023. I encourage everybody to get that Blu-ray. Excellent, excellent. Top 10 singles and tag teams. 
OTM back on the countdown at number 10. Number three contenders, the NXT World Titan Titles. At number nine, Chase University, two, number two contenders, the NXT World Titan Titles at number nine. The Undisputed Kingdom, the ROH World Titan Champions, still at number eight. Young Bucks, the number two contenders, the AEW World Titan Titles, down four notches from three to seven. FTR, the number one contenders, the AEW World Titan Titles, fall four notches from two to six. The Good Brothers, number one contenders, the NXT World Titan Titles, two notches from seven to five. The Wolf Dog, the NXT World Titan Champions, fall three notches from one to four. And Sting and Darby Allen, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, were number four. They're at number three in the New Catch Republic. Number one contenders, WWE World Tag Team Titles, up four notches from six to two. The Judgment Day, WWE World Tag Team Champions, up four notches from five to one. And also, the top ten for the men, Randy Orton, number one contender, the United States, settled at number ten. Logan Paul, the United States Champion, at number nine. Blue Dragon off the NXT World Champion at number eight. Charlie Dempsey, the new NXT Heritage Cup Champion, debuts at number seven. Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, is six. Swerve Strickland, number one contender of the AEW World Title, down four notches from one to five. Hangman Page, number two contender of the AEW World Title, up one notch from five to four. American Nightmare, Cody Rose, number one contender for the WWE Undisputed Title, still at number three. Samoa Joe, the AEW World Champion, at two. George Cassie, the AEW International Champion, up six huge notches from one to seven. And he has been red, red hot women's top 10 no changes from last week with becky lynch number two contender the wwe world title is uh number 10 roxanne president will contender the nxt world titles at number nine julia hart the AEW tbs champion at eight eo sky the wwe undisputed champion at seven rhea ripley the wwe world champion at number six nia jackson number one contender the wwe world title at five Lara valkyrie the nxt world champion at number four bailey the number one contender the wwe undisputed title at three Deanna Prazo, number one contender of the AEW World title, and Timeless Tony Storm, the AEW World's Heavyweight Champion, is number one. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, WWE SmackDown. Match of the Week, Judgment Day versus New Catch Republic at WWE's Elimination Chamber. And EAS Flashback is on Wendy Richter. Defeat Fabius Mula for the World Ladies Championship. She was a tough opponent, not necessarily with her wrestling skills, but... Her um, dirty tactics. She'd want to kick you in the chest, in the face. She didn't want to just uh, try to pin my shoulder. She wanted to hurt me. Yeah. So I had to really, really watch her. Um, and she was truly an evil person inside and out. Ooh. There's more over there. Yeah. And, um, they yeah, asked me about, they. I guess it was about 10 years ago, they asked me would I be in the Battle Royal at the WWE, and I said, um, sure, is Lily going to be in it? Because if she is, I'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd already passed, I didn't know. Ah, uh, you heard it? You were going to stretch it. <laughs> what was the worst injury that you suffered in the ring? She's talking about adrenaline, you know, what a physical sport. Well, um, I didn't actually get injured, but... Uh, I did break my arm one time, my oh, elbow. Okay. Um, but probably more was when Mula tried to break my back in a Boston crab. Oh, no. Oh, Sit all the yeah. way back on it? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. As hard and fast as she could. And I laid there, and I asked for them to get a stretcher because I didn't know if my you know, spinal cord had been severed, and I wanted to get paralyzed. What was that? At what time? It was up north somewhere. Okay. It's in Vince's territory. I don't know, but I thought right then, you know what? That that is just that's just evil. And she was a very jealous, bitter, evil person. The most I've ever met. 
And I, why do you think she was that way? Because she had had, obviously, a good run. And you, like you said earlier, Joyce, she's she the one jealous. that just, she saw everyone she was young older, and, and beautiful. Like yeah. 40 years older than me. She didn't want to let someone else be in the limelight. Because we know you broke in with Mula, but was was there any was there like one key moment that led you on to become oh, a wrestler? And, and oh yeah, how did the story start? A friend of mine wanted me to bring her to the wrestling matches because she didn't have a car, and I did. <laughs> and uh, the first women's match it was that night. The first women's match I'd ever seen was a fabulous Mula versus Vivian St. John. It was a championship match. Wow! And I told my friend Patty, I said, if I was trained. I could beat that woman, which was Willa. Wow. And I did, Little did you know. How crazy is that? How, how crazy is that? Yeah, it was meant to be. I love uh, listening to Wendy Richter. She's a true icon, WWE Hall of Famer as well. And uh, Wendy Richter is excellent on the mic. Um, great interview. I just listened to that this morning. Uh, I enjoyed it very much, and I had to Bring it to you. I had Wendy Richter, but I always, when I pick who I want as a flashback, which I already planned uh, almost a week in advance, I wanted Wendy Richter on that. She was an icon in the AWA, is the world champion, World Wrestling Federation world champion, WrestleMania one. She defeated, well, she defeated Mula at Madison Square Garden, ending a 28-year reign, lost it to Alani Kai, her charge, and defeated Alani Kai for her second WWF world title at WrestleMania, the greatest wrestling win of all time, at Madison Square Garden, New York City, New York, March 31st, 1985. This day in history, on Leap Day, which was yesterday, February 29th, 1992, Sting pins Lex Luger for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship at the Mecca in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, part of WCW's Super Brawl. And please check out our sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 680 Eastman Avenue in Midland, Michigan. Inside the Midland Mall next to the Target, we're looking to buy action figures, comics, cartoon, and pop culture items. They also buy in bulk. Please contact them at 989 329 1770. It's 989 and the first one is the Blackpool Combat Club. Their stock is up, and I like the uh, Blackpool Combat Club a lot. Their stock is up. FTR, their stock is up as well, and uh, should make a serious run at the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Love what I see in the New Catch Republic. Their stock is up. The New Day, their stock is in the toilet. It is down. I'm sorry if you're a New Day fan. They're awful. Big Bang, Scissor Gang, um, to me... The jury's still out. I'm saying they're kind of in the middle. EAS is fave five for the women. Rhea Ripley is at number five. Julia Hart is at four. Bailey at three. Lara Valkyria is at number two. Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Lara Valkyria falls down one, one to two. Tiffany Stratton moves up from two to one. And I'll tell you this. See the performance of Tiffany Stratton, like I said, at Elimination Chamber 2024 in Perth. You understand. Samoa Joe at number five from the men's phase five. Hook at four. Ron Breaker up two notches from five to three. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, down one notch from one to two. And Orange Cassidy moves up two notches from three to one. And uh, coming up after the break, uh, we're going to hear about EAS Spotlight on Barry Window.
The desk of EAS Entertainment would like to thank our biggest sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 6800 Eastman Avenue in beautiful Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. It's your blast from the past store items from your childhood and a huge collection of wrestling figures that buy, sell, and also they sell comic books and other novelty items. Contact the store owner, Landon, and tell him the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, sent you to TNT Toys and Collectibles in beautiful Midland, Michigan. And you need to check out TNT Toys and Collectibles, our big sponsor here on the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. We thank you for joining us each and every week here at the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. Heading away to the top 50 wrestlers of the 90s, 40 to 31 this week. Next week, 30 to 21. We're going to talk about Barry Windham in the EAS Spotlight. Born on the 4th of July in 1960, 63 years old, Barry Clinton Windham. Was married to Deborah Windham. They're divorced. They have three children. He, relatives, Blackjack Mulligan, father, Kendall Windham, brother, uh, brother-in-law, Mike Rotunda, Bray Wyatt's his nephew, and Bo Dallas, a nephew. He wrestles Barry Windham, the Dirty Yellow Dog, Blackjack Mulligan Jr., the Widowmaker, the Lone Wolf, Barry Windham, and Stalker, which was a stupid gimmick. Six foot six, 275 pounds from Sweetwater, Texas. Um, man, uh, trained by NWA World Champion Harley Race and his father, Black Jack Mulligan. Debuted in 1979, retired February 26, 2010. Was in the World Wrestling Federation from 1984 to 1985 with his brother in law, Mike Rotunda. They won the World Tag Team Championships from Adrian Adonis and uh, Dick Murdoch. They would lose him at WrestleMania, the greatest wrestling event of all time, to Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik, where they would win him back. They would drop him to the Dream Team, the Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Rudis Beefcake. Championship Wrestling from Florida, the American Wrestling Association, 86 to 87. Wyndham worked National Wrestling Alliance territory. A championship Wrestling from Florida as a babyface, where he was notably wrestled the main event. at all the belts, too, against Ric Flair, tutor of the NWA Florida Championship with Ron Bass. And Wyndham and Rotunda also wrestled Wrestle Rock 86, showcasing the American Wrestling Association where they defeated the Fabulous Ones. And that's actually a really good matchup. Check it out on the network. Jim Crockett Promotions, 86 to 89, uh, went on to win every belt in Jim Crockett Promotions uh, in the National Wrestling Alliance and then WCW. Part of the Four Horsemen, 88 89. Went to the World Wrestling Federation as the Widowmaker. Should have won the Intercontinental title and the World title, but did not. Hulk Hogan was still on top. World Championship Wrestling from 1994, uh, feuded with the Dangerous Alliance, was a babyface tag with Dustin Rhodes. Uh, we're going to go into his championships here now. All Japan Pro Wrestling, World's Strongest Tag Team Determination League, ex- exciting award, 83 with Ron Fuller. NWA Florida, Global Tag Team Champions with Ron Bass, Championship Wrestling with Florida. Florida Heavyweight Champions six times, Florida Tag Team Champions twice, once Mike Graham and Scott McGee. NWA Florida Television Champion three times, North American Tag Team Champion, with Mike Graham, uh, NWA Southern Heavyweight Champion twice, NWA United States Tag Team Champion Florida version three times with Mike Rotunda. Jim Crocker Motions, World Heavyweight Champion, WCW World Television Champion, NWA Western Heritage Cup Heritage Champion, NWA United States Champion, NWA United States Tag Team Champion with Ron Garvin. He was the NWA World, WCW World Tag Team Champion four times, Lex Luger, Dustin Rhodes, Kurt Henning, and Kendall Windham. He was also a Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion, NWA World Tag Team Champion with Tully Blanchard, NWA New England Heavyweight Champion once, Southern Heavyweight Championship Tennessee version twice, PWI Most Improved Wrestler of the Year in 1982, PW ranked him 11 of the top 500 single wrestlers in the PW500 in 1993, 35 top 500 single wrestlers in PW years in 03, 
48 of the top 100 uh, tag teams for years, Mike Rotunda in 03, 87 top 100 tag teams for years, Gus Rose in 03, and ranked number nine in the top 100 tag teams, Peter Beers, Lex Luger, 03. Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling, owned by the American Dream Best Roads, held that world title twice. World Wrestling Council World Tag Team Champion with Kendall Windham. Uh, world Wrestling Federation, NWA North American NWA Champion once, WWF Tag Team Champion twice, Mike Rotondo in Hall of Fame Class 2012 with the members of the Four Horsemen. Rookie of the Year in 1980, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Match of the Year in 86 versus Rick Flair on February the 14th. Big shout outs to Robin Stacy and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, John the Trains in West Virginia. Follow me from the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling and Stormar on Facebook. Pop and download all 168 episodes. Follow me in the exit EAS desk of 2004. Before we head out the door this week, we're going to do the top 50 wrestlers of the 90s, 40 to 31. Next week, 30 to 21. Also, next week, we're going to have AEW Revolution 2024 reaction. Remember, it's sunny here at the Wrestling Capital World in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Love you all. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making us 25,100 downloads. That's awesome. This week, Top 50 Wrestlers of the 90s, 40 to 31. Do me a favor. Let me know on each show's come into the live chat like Newton Hyde did today. Let me know what uh, or go on my social media and tell me, say, EAS, we'd like to see a Top 50 on this. Kind of give me some ideas. Before we head out the door, Top 50 Wrestlers of the 90s, 40 to 31. X-Pac is number 40 this week. Mankind 39, Road Dog Jesse James at 38, Hayabusa at 37, The Godfather at 36, Yokozuna at 35, Jeff Jarrett at 34, Ken Shamrock at 33, Hakushi at 32, and the late Owen Hart at number 31. X-Pac, Mankind, Road Dog, Hayabusa, Godfather, Yokozuna, Jeff Jarrett, Ken Shamrock, Hakushi, and Owen Hart. Next week, 30 to 21. Big shout outs to Robin Stacey and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, John the Detroit Haynes in West Virginia. Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad Midland, Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux, and my father-in-law Dave in Marquette, Michigan. Thank you for joining us here at the Wrestling Capital of the World, where it's sunny, 35 degrees. Love you all and have a fantastic day. Next week, episode 170.